Lairic's cloak kept me warm and dry. Breathing in his scent calmed me a little. Though I'd spent the ride plotting how I might escape him, I wanted him back. He was the rarity my curiosity craved, a life stretched far beyond mine. Sitting with him in our cottage, I'd made a kaleidoscope man of him, dazzling myself with shifting impressions of who he truly was and what the world became around him. I liked his voice, his laugh, the amusement ever present in his eyes. Nearby, a horse whinnied restlessly. Curling my knees to my chest, I flattened myself beneath the ferns and hazel and listened. A harsh, hissing screech pierced the fog, oak leaves slapping as something burst from the boughs above. A twig cracked just in front of me. Holding my breath, I watched through the hazel but saw only fog beyond its bony black branches. The birds chatter, the pattering rain, even the wind had stopped and left such a void my heartbeat pounded in my ears. To my left, fern fronds slid silkily against one another. To my right, whispered a branch, carefully pulled back. What's this? A pair of hands grabbed me from behind. I shrieked, kicking and flailing, and my captor chuckled. A thief, I think, running off with my cloak. He let go, and whirling, I smacked his chest with both fists. Leyrick laughed. Calm yourself, child. He knelt beside me, his tangled hair half covering his face and his eyes wide and round. The corners of his lips curved in a subtle smile. Horror and peace mingled in his features, more alive than before, His sleeve was ripped open, exposing his shoulder, and blood soaked the shirt's front, though I couldn't see a wound on him. How'd you get away? I didn't. Leyrick shrugged, his voice deepening to its mellowest pitch. But neither did they. He held his hand out to me, and I hesitantly took hold of it. Pulling me up as he rose, He drew the short sword tucked under his belt and held it across his palms. I looked at the sword, then into his face. His smile broadened. Stooping slightly, he stretched the sword toward me and bowed his chin. A gift, my lady, from our unfortunate acquaintance, the illicit toll-taker. Generous to the end, he left a bit of himself with it as well. Leyrick wiped the blade with the only clean edge of his shirt and presented it to me again. Trembling, my hands hovered above the weapon. Here. He put the sword's leather-wrapped hilt in my palm. It's yours now, child. He smirked. If you can carry it. A simple sword. Its unembellished blade was nicked and freckled with rust, its sheepskin grip worn smooth, but I felt power holding it. When I met his gaze, Leyrick stepped back. A girl like you shouldn't have that blade, but we'll make it our secret, if you like. Cocking his head sideways, he chewed the corner of his lip. The improper's never the impossible, Amorous, but it must always remain a secret. He extended his arm, 
timidly offering his hand as if he expected I'd cut it off. Staring up at him, I didn't feel like property. I grasped his hand with my left and clutched the sword in my right. His toasty fingers squeezed mine as he dashed forward, jerking me behind him. Secrets are gold where I'm taking you. Glancing over his shoulder, he loosened his grip slightly. Rare as gold? I've troves of both, and guard the secrets more closely. He chuckled and ran faster while I staggered behind, more dragged along than running. Trust me always, child, but be wary of the others. Our secrets must be our own. Secrets are seldom good, and those deepest buried, darkest of all,